I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Whistle through the shamrocks. A new radio play by Nicola Coughlin and Camilla Whitehill. With Jamie Beamish. Brennan O'Connor. Susan Wacoma. Whoever's playing Cromwell. Uh, no, 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 sorry, sorry. Um, Ben Miller. Sorry, who is this? Hi, I'm Stephanie. No, 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 not you. You're Stephanie Beatrice. I'm a, I'm a huge fan, and God knows why you agreed to do this. I mean, who's that? Who? This woman here. The one sitting next to Louisa. I'm Camilla. Ed Gamble. Louisa Harlan. And Amalia Vitale. Featuring... That's not Camilla. Featuring Stephanie Beatrice. Paul Mallon. And Jordan Brooks. Scene one... Seriously, Nick, what's going on? Where's Camilla? Okay. I decided it was best that Camilla steps away from the project, but obviously, as we've recorded most of it now, I don't want there to be, like, confusion, so I found this actor on Mandy.com to play Camilla for the rest of the... What happened between you two? It doesn't matter. Okay, well, hi, what's your name? No. Ellie Jones, but my spotlight name is Eleanor Street. Spotlight pin number 1679. No, no. Please just call her Camilla. So how come we're still at Peter Gabriel's studio? I I got him a job composing the music for this Michael Bay film I'm doing the autumn. Please can we just get on with it, okay? Okay, right, I right. guess so. I have um taken the opportunity to do some rewrites and um I think you'll really like them, so let's just uh, get on Sorry, with it. just quickly, you will put my real name, sorry, my spotlight name, Eleanor Streep, in the credits, right? No. Please no sh- okay, everyone, thank you. Let's just get on with it now. Okay? Okay. Scene one. Agent Marilyn Bigfoot arrives at the O'Flanneran farmhouse and surveys her surroundings. She sniffs the air in an enigmatic way. She lifts a tape recorder to her mouth and speaks into it. Diana, I've just arrived in the town of Ballysnape. Ballysnape. I'll write it down. I'm 30 miles south of civilization, 50 miles south of anywhere you could find a decent cup of beef soup. Stop for lunch at a place called Mammy O'Hungry's. If you ever find yourself in this godforsaken place, you need to check it out, Diana. Damn fine to do. I'm here to investigate the gruesome murder of a young woman. The woman in question was Eloisa, Louisa Dumblington. English, rich, legs like a sexy racehorse. It's a damn cold night here, Diana. Fifteen degrees below and slanty rain in all directions. I've asked the local chief police to gather all the suspects together for me in the rickety old farmhouse. I don't know if you heard that, Diona, but it sounded to me like a chill wind whistling through the shamrocks. And we both know that's a wind that brings no good. Agent Bigfoot knocks on the door of the O'Flanneran farmhouse, which opens to reveal Mammy in a full Garda uniform. The name's Bigfoot. Agent Marilyn Bigfoot, Irish FBI. You are the chief of police, I assume? Well, yes, I suppose. I'm Mammy. I won Irish Housewife of the Year for making lovely brown bread, and the prize was a year as Garda Commissioner, so I said I'd give it a go. Diana, can you win a job as the head of the police force for winning a bakery competition? Doesn't seem legal. Look it up. Goodness, what's that thing? Oh, this. It's a dictaphone. Oh, holy God, I've never seen anything the like of it. 
We've none of that kind of fancy modern technology like that around these parts. Oh, Christ above, where are me manners? Come on inside. Would you like something small? I could roast a pheasant now, that'd be no bother. Just a coffee. Black. Have you collected all the suspects, like I asked? I have, Detective. But I'm afraid I got them here under false pretenses. I told them that this was a Eurovision party. Most of them still think my poor Paddy Johnny Tommy Paddy was to blame, you see. Well, they're wrong there, I'm afraid. Diona, all suspects are present and correct. I can surmise from their plastic Union Jack bowler hats and general air of entitlement. The two men in the corner are Cromwell Dumblington and Oswald Boylan. Directly opposite them, the burst blood vessels over their faces lead me to believe the two other men huddled together are Daddy O'Flannerin and Jimmy Muldoon. My God, there are so many children, Diona. Each one with hair as red as Ed Sheeran. Too many to count. I see what looks to be a simple boy in the corner whittling something out of a potato. This must be Quentin Simpy Dublington, brother of the deceased. There appears to be a clergyman and a creepy nun sharing a pot noodle lady in the tramp style. From my notes, I believe this to be the local priest, Father Serupio, and his colleague, Sister Abducta. And they look like they're not leaving space for the Holy Spirit between them, Diona, if you catch me drift. I'm guessing the unimaginably plain woman surrounded by suitcases feverishly applying Sally Hansen to her legs is one Camilla Parker Dumblington, mother of the slain Eloisa Luisa. Finally, in the corner, an elderly woman appears to be stroking a signed photo of Gabe Byrne. That must be Granny Maureen. God help me, Diana. This is a strange place and no mistake. Now, everyone, thank you so much for all coming together for this, um... Eurovision party. Scooch! Oh, will you fuck off with your scooch? You could never reach the dizzying height of Linda Mountain. Box Fizz just sent me a message. They told me you can go fuck yourselves. You can come back with something to say when you create something as fucking beautiful as river dance, you orange pricks! When you shove your river dance up your arse. I love shoving up your horse. What are you talking about? What's another year of your horse? Why me? There's a reason why no one else does it. Gentlemen, compose yourselves. Now, you were told you were coming here for a Eurovision party, but I'm afraid we've told you a lie. <gasps> I'm surprised you all fell for our ruse so easily. If you cared to look, you'd see that this isn't even a television, it's a pile of turf with the letters TV drawn on it. I knew it. I knew my daughter would never let these Brits into our home for a party, even to watch the Irish storm to victory in the Eurovision once again. You snaky little bastards. There's very few things I like in this world but nationalism and insulting singers trying to do their best are up there. I'm out of here, suckers. Cromwell goes to leave. I'm afraid I can't let you do that, Lord Dumlington. Ooh, Cromwell, did that female just tell you what to do? Whatever, Ozzy. Girls can't be police. Hmm? That's just science. Agent Bigfoot instantly pulls out a gun and a massive roll of FBI and police badges that roll forward on the floor. She points her gun at Cromwell. You see, that's where you're wrong, Dumlington. Now... Why don't you take a seat while I explain who I am and why I'm here? Yeah, well, I I, I will sit down. Uh, but, but not because you told me to. It's it, it's uh, because I have uh, piles and, and they hurt when I stand up. So, ha. Cromwell slinks into his chair like a frightened but wealthy puppy and Agent Bigfoot takes centre stage. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm Agent Marilyn Bigfoot, Irish FBI. You may have heard of me from the many terrifying and dastardly crimes I've solved. 
like the Tubber Feckin' Sheep Strangler, the Dumb Fiddly Dance Massacre, or the Lindbergh Baby. Actually, that one's ongoing. But now the time has come to solve the biggest crime of my career. Oh, gosh! How dreadfully exciting! What is it? Uh, no, 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 sorry, sorry. Camilla? Camilla? Jimmy me? Yes, um... That, that voice isn't right. I sent you a recording of um, how she should sound, so can you... Okay, I'll, I'll try again. Thank you. Oh, gosh! Adrid! No, 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 that, that's nowhere near. Really? I feel like I'm getting it. You know what? Just do... Just do a standard RP. Do you know what that is? Yes, thanks. I did a year at the Milton Keynes Institution for the Performing Crafts. Oh, I'll make sure to put that in the press release. Nicola. Come on, man. She's doing her best. Look, sorry, sorry. Look, let's just carry on. Do your RP. I'm sure it's great. Let's just uh, run it back slightly. Uh, <clears throat> but now the time has come to solve the biggest crime of my career. Oh, gosh. How dreadfully exciting. What is it? <sighs> The body of Ballysnavagarine Bog. <gasps> Sorry to interrupt you there, Agent, but the name's IRA. No! <laughs> Not IRA. <laughs> just just regular Jimmy Muldoon. And I wasn't even actually here when that murder happened, so uh, I'll be off now, but cheers. Good luck to you. Not so fast, Muldoon. I'm afraid no one will be leaving this house tonight. <gasps> Mommy, bolt the doors. Mammy locks the doors as instructed while the group become agitated. Ah, for fuck's sake, what is this? You can't lock me in me own house. Oh, but Mr. Flannern, I'm afraid I can. You see, this is a case of murder most foul. A young girl killed in the prime of her life. Her body thrown into a bog. Who could have committed such a terrible crime, I asked myself. And when I looked further into this dreadful case, one thing became clear. You all had motive means and opportunity. You see, I gathered you all here today because I believe one of you is the killer. <gasps> what the hell are you banging on about? We already shot that paddy twat in the head for the crime. Hmm? Case closed. Yeah, the black and tans already took care of it. Tell the Irish FBI to back off our turf. I'm afraid fresh evidence has come to light proving Paddy Johnny Tommy Paddy's innocence and proving somebody here guilty. <gasps> Please, why on earth would I kill my own daughter? Mm, an excellent question, Cromwell. A truly excellent question. Why would a man who really hates women murder a woman? Uh... To answer this, I had to look into your past and I managed to find a diary you kept during your time in the trenches. Oswald, you bastard! I gave you that as a gift! I'm sorry, mate. I got a letter from a woman that said she'd show me her boobies if I handed it over. What else was I meant to do? And hand it over your dead boiling with no boobies exchange, and when I had time to look it over, I found some very interesting things. Agent Bigfoot opens Cromwell's war diary. Mostly, you just had pages and pages of that S symbol you see drawn on school desks. Then, when I got through those, something caught my eye. December 25th, 1914. All the other lads are out playing football with the crowds. Wouldn't catch me dead out there. Football's a poor person sport. True. Instead, I took my pistol and did some target practice on some local women. Honestly, killing women is so LOL. Absolutely love it. Anyways, GTG forever yours, Cromwell. <laughs> that proves nothing. So I murdered a few women. I mean, who hasn't? Well, I put it to you, Cromwell Dumlington, that you found killing women so 
LOL that you caught your own daughter trying to escape with her fiend lover and stabbed her with that trident you own for some unspecified reason. Honestly, this is a joke? Well, is it a joke that you come all the way over from England, Mr. Boylan, to help your former lover cover up this heinous crime he's committed? Ooh, how many times? It's not gay if you're rich. You've hit the nail on the head there, detective. I've said it was him from the beginning. Let's get him chained up and into the bog. Hold your horses, Daddy O'Flannerin. What makes you think I think you're innocent? What? Eloisa Louisa Dumlington rolls into town quick as a flash. She steals the heart of your eldest son, Paddy Johnny Tommy Paddy, with her seductive English ways. Her father threatens to make your family unemployed and homeless. That certainly seems like a motive to me. Hey, you're having me on. You can't think I'd do a thing like that. Oh, but I think you could. I think you knew your son forgot about the family's cranking legacy the moment he fell in love with Eloisa. Combine that with 800 years of British oppression and you were hell-bent on revenge. Bullshit. I put it to you, Daddy-o Flannerin, that you were coming back from a night of whiskey at Filthy Old Maggots when you saw Eloisa Louisa Dumblington on the road going to meet Paddy Johnny Tommy Paddy. You questioned her, and she told you she was eloping with your eldest son. And in a rage, you stabbed her with a pointy end of an Irish flag. <gasps> never. I could never murder a fair Colleen. Besides, I'd so much whiskey in me, I'd hardly had the coordination to dance a slow jig, let alone murder someone. Nah, he's telling the truth, Agent. Daddy may be a raging alcoholic, but he's a decent man. Interesting you'd say that. I.R.A. Jimmy Muldoon. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> You're mental, like... I, I, I told you, I'm just, I'm just regular, Jimmy, with no links to any illegal terrorist organisations. We've been staking out your operation for some time, Muldoon. Or should I call you Big Fat Pussy? Just uh, quickly, sorry, Stephanie. Um, what do you guys think of the new script? Come on, Nick, we're nearly at the end. Just because, like, you all clearly hated the play and I thought with Camilla gone, I'd rewrite it. So do you... Like it? I mean, it kind of feels like you got drunk and watched both Twin Peaks and, like, a bunch of old episodes of Poirot. I wouldn't say drunk. It's a bit of a weird change because it's very different to the rest of the play, so I don't know if it will work. Um, I just need to make a quick haul outside. Just carry on, please. Let's just get on with it, man. We're so close to finishing this. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm missing a lot of the context for this whole experience, and I'm I'm worried about my accent, honestly. My agent told me this was for the National Theatre. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they told everyone. Oh. <clears throat> Have you started? No, they were talking about you. What the fuck? Please, let's just... um. I get that you don't love the play, but can we just keep going, please? We've been staking out your operation for some time, Muldoon. Or should I call you Big Fat Pussy? (laughs) Let me guess what you were thinking. I'll come down to the Free State murder an innocent British woman and then all the raw lads will think I'm Billy Big Balls. Isn't that right, Jimmy? No. No, I didn't. I swear on Bernadette Devlin. I I didn't even get here until after the murder. Oh, but that sounds all too convenient, doesn't it, Jimmy? Sure, no one saw you until after the murder, but how do we know you didn't arrive before? How do we know you didn't make it all the way down from Falls Road and stumble into a beautiful young girl on a country lane? The girl your best friend was going to marry. And she was English. It was the perfect crime. Exactly what you needed to impress all those other raw boys. You could have stabbed her with your knitting needles. 
the ones you used to make all the balt clavas and showing up the next day pleading ignorance. I swear to you, I, I couldn't do it. The lads are right. I am a big fat pussy. Ah, now, God love the young lad. He's in bits. I pray you all give us a break. Oh, would a break be convenient for you? Father Serupio. <gasps> <laughs> Sorry, what's happening? I never even met the poor dead girl. Well, you and your little sidekick sure are looking shifty over there in the corner. Care to explain yourselves? In the name of the saints and all that's holy, we had nothing to do with the murder. Me and Father Serupio may seem suspicious, yes, but I mean not murdery suspicious. I mean, we wouldn't kill anyone. Sure, that's one of the seven deadly sins. What would we do in messing around like that? God, no. No chance at all. I mean, if you're wondering if we're involved with something illegal, you just have to ask yourself, is child abduction illegal? Yes, that's highly illegal. Oh, Christ. We just wanted to steal the baby and sell him to America so me and Father Serupio could move to Las Vegas and drink pina coladas together. Is that so wrong? Isn't that what Jesus would have wanted? Sorry, can I just check I'm getting this right? You've been hanging around here not because you want to offer spiritual guidance in the wake of two horrific murders, but because you were trying to kidnap my baby and sell him for profit. Trying to? We've gone and done it. The baby's at our Airbnb down the road playing with some spoons I left with him. What? You've taken baby Paddy, Johnny, Tommy, Patty. There must be some mistake. These are holy people. Okay, you're being a little dramatic. You have about 25 children and you literally haven't even noticed him going missing. Father Serupio, Sister Abducta, I would like to make you aware that you have admitted to a series of very serious crimes and I will be detaining you until I finish this murder investigation. Rats. Well, I suppose, seeing as I'm chief of police, I can go now and lock them in a cellar. And Fia, will you ever go down to the Airbnb and get the baby for Christ's sake? Not so fast. Mammy. <gasps> Sorry? You're quite the little worker bee, aren't you, Mammy? What do you mean? I mean, you're always doing something for someone else. Never taking a moment for yourself. A true matriarch, would that be correct? Well, I suppose so. I don't know. Mammy. A woman who's worked so hard for others for so long, she can't even remember her own name. But being a matriarch is powerful. Nobody could come for your crown, could they? Good old Mammy, Irish housewife of the year, queen of all that she surveyed. At least that was until a pretty young girl rolled into town and could change all that. And worst of all, she knew her own names. All three of them. No! No! It's not true! Eloisa Louisa Dumlington came into this house and threatened to destroy the thing you held dearest of all. Your position at the head of this family. I suggest to you, Mammy, that Eloisa Louisa came to you, thinking she could confide in you like a mother. But when she told you she was running away and marrying your precious son, meaning she, Eloisa Louisa, pretty, young and triply named, would displace you as the woman of the house. On hearing this, you were so consumed with jealousy and anger that you took your cooking forth out of the fire and stabbed her. Oh, God forgive you for saying such a thing. I'd never touch a hair on that poor girl's head. Well, perhaps not. I'm not willing to say yet, for tension reasons. Well, I certainly did not raise a murderer. You may not have raised one, Granny Maureen. But perhaps you are one. <gasps> what in the name of McMurricon, the patron saint of accusations, do you mean? Well, actually, I don't really have anything on you. And you never?
never will. Ghost chaps, this has been frightfully thrilling, but I really must go. I've got an easy jet flight to Malaga booked in four hours, and I'm not sure how long it will take to get to the airport on the donkey Mummy lent me. Oh, Christ, I totally forgot you were here. May I say that's a lot of cases you have there, Lady Dumblington. Oh, gosh, yes, I know. You see, Mummy here made me realise that I could be an independent lady. So I'm off to Spain to try and shag a waiter in a sort of eat, pray, love scenario. Goodness, sorry, look at me rattling on. I've only just started talking in long sentences, you see, and I'm simply addicted to it now. <coughs> I've literally never heard you talk so much. It's, oh, God, it's giving me the ick. Cromwell, shut your wrinkly cake hole. Millie's getting her groove back. Seems convenient. Whatever do you moon? I mean, you've been in a terrible relationship with this man for years. All of a sudden, now you decide to leave. Well, I helped Bertha calf. It was a whole thing. Perhaps you had to be there. Your eldest daughter had come to Ireland and found true love, something that had always eluded you. That must have stung. Ooh, I wouldn't say that. All you ever wanted was to escape the big red gammon you were shackled to and you knew you couldn't. You went to your daughter's room that night and saw her pack and headed into a life of passion and love you knew you would never have. You were so blinded by envy you picked up a pointy shoe from her suitcase and stabbed her with it. Then you cozied up to the old Flannerans, playing the innocent, allowing them to frame Cromwell, which was easy because he's such an awful bastard. You know... Every time someone calls me a bastard, it has an effect on me. Huh? I'm starting to think I'm not as adorable as I thought I was. No, please, no. I couldn't kill my dear sweet Eloisa. I loved my children, even Quentin, the stupid one. I loved him despite his terrible affliction of aristocratic insustitus. Yes, Quentin simply Dublington, the only person here who knows the real truth. Would you like to explain yourself? Simpy. <gasps> Simpy? I, I just wanted my sister to help me to make us a family again. Simpy, I think you'd better explain yourself and quick. Simpy will tell you, Miss Agent Big Toe, but Simpy thinks I'd better do it in a flashback. Brother? Oh, brother, where art thou? Miss Sister, what are you doing coming to Simpy's poop hut? Well, Simpy, I've come to say goodbye to you, you see. Paddy Johnny Tommy Paddy and I are going to be betrothed this very night, and I simply felt I couldn't leave without telling my sweet, simple brother. But, Miss Sister, you can't leave. This is the most time Simpy has had with Simpy's family since Simpy was a boy. You need to stay. Family stay together. Oh, dear Simpy. I am terribly sorry that the family did such terrible abandonment on you, but I really must go. No, no, Miss Sister will not go. Miss Sister will stay and be family with Simpy. Simpy grabs Eloisa in a weird, strangly hug. No, no, Simpy, please let me go. Miss Sister must make friends with fur brother Archduke Franz Ferdinand the Lion. Then the family can be complete. No, Simpy, stop. You know I'm terribly frightened of that dangerous lion. Now, Archduke Franz Ferdinand, hug Miss Sister and make best friends. Simpy, no, please, no. Ah! Simpy shoves Miss Sister into Archduke Franz Ferdinand's claws. No, don't be biting Franz Ferdinand. Don't bite Miss Sister. Miss Sister? Miss Sister, are you okay? 
Does Miss Sister want to do a high five to Simpy? Simpy lifts up Eloisa Louisa's lifeless hand and attempts to make her give him a high five. But it is too late. She is dead. My sister. Deaded. What have you done, Simpy? Oh, what have you done? Oh, my goodness! Quentin Simpy Dumblington, you are under arrest for the manslaughter of Eloisa Louisa Dumblington and for disposing of her body maliciously and with intent. Do you have anything to say for yourself? <laughs> Hi. Hi, I'm Stephanie. Uh, hi, Stephanie. Yeah, uh, big fan. Did you get my text? That's not why I'm here. I just came to get my rhyming dictionary. I left it behind. Camilla. Oh, here it is. Well, I better go. In case it isn't obvious, Nicola fired me because she's jealous of my talent. Hi, I'm Eleanor Street. Shut up, Eleanor. Listen, I'm really sorry. Like, the actress kept saying our play was bad and offensive and then you wouldn't talk to me about it. Because I'm confident in our art. And they just got on my head and even though they don't know anything about writing plays... I've actually written a few things. Yeah, I'm actually in a new detective thing. It's doing pretty well. I'm just... I'm really sorry and I want you to come back. I hired this idiot girl to play you and she sucks so much. What? I don't want to rewrite the play. I don't either. I tried to and I hate it. Please come back. I missed you so much. I missed you too. <laughs> I'm not getting paid for this, am I? Whistle Through the Shamrocks is a hat-trick podcast. For those affected by the issues raised in this episode, namely being eaten by a stolen circus lion, we don't think there's a charity for that, so maybe just call your mum. 